What's new, All fellas? Right. Yo, guys. Hey, pals. It's been a while. We tend while. we tend to take the summers off. It's um, our summer hiatus. If anything, you know, because we do take the summer off, um, that last episode we did, and even this episode, are really just kind of bonuses. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's well, good. no, that's, that's usually what we do. We have E3, mm-hmm. and then we do one show, and mm-hmm. then we take the summer off. Well, we do, we do an E3 preview show right before E3, and then, oh, right. and then after E3 we wait eight weeks and do a post-E3 show, yeah. and then nothing. It's because the market is crowded, at that point in time, talking about doing a podcast talk, about E3. Yeah, talking about E3 after E3 is just too overdone. Yeah, Beaver. So we should That's go so around and talk 2000s. about news. What kind of news is going on in our lives? Well, okay. you're only saying that because you have all. The I news. got a Wii U. Congratulations. It's true. Yeah. Peter finally got a Wii U. This is a big deal, actually. I've been playing to get one for a long time, and one of the one of the games I wanted to play most was Zombie U, which didn't disappoint. But I am starting to get bored of it already. Did you finish it? Didn't finish it. I'm. Last time I played, I was in this part where I'm like inside this underground bunker or something, and I got this book for this dude, and and I I went into this crawl space behind a shelf, and it's really dark, and there's no room anywhere. <laughs> And this and this zombie guy kind of grabbed me and he killed me and I don't know I, I just kind of I was kind of done because I it, just, it freaked me out a little too much it was too intense I kind of mm-hmm. for me like zombie U does have a great atmosphere and it does freak you out but that's not why I don't play it's I just haven't played it because it's like it's too much it's too much it's too much commitment to play it. yeah it's, it's like so... well now I do all this stuff and then if I die I got to start the whole thing over and if I if I didn't find one of those little uh, you know manhole cover things. Then I don't really get to go back. I really have to kind of redo what I just did. And it's well, a lot to take in. That's not really the part that bothers. It, it doesn't really bother me. It's just I've just been kind of busy with other stuff, and and you know it's it's kind of a heavy game. And whenever I think about playing games lately, I just I don't want to get into something heavy. There's never really a chance. You know, it's like a, it's a commitment to try to get in there. And because uh, I, like, I feel like I can't just sit down and pop that in and, and play for like 15 minutes. So that's not a good family game for Thanksgiving. Sure, you know, you do a you do a run, and then your mom does a run, and then your dad does a run. No, no, okay, no, I don't no it's that. not like uh, <laughs> Need for Speed or something where you could hop in and do a race and then quitsies. Yeah, you need gotta for, commit to it. I think Need for Speed 18 is going to be our game on PS4, right? Well, I, I'm not I'm not sure it's actually Need for Speed 18. I, I don't know why Bobby was excluding the Wii version and Need for Speed World. Yeah, why is that? Because they're not true Need for Speed games. They yeah. didn't come out on every platform like all the other Need for Speed games. Yeah, Beaver. Need for Speed Wii was a separate game? It was called, like, Need for Speed Nitro or something, yeah. I don't know. I think that counts. Need for Speed World was that weird MMO that you played. Wait, wasn't the Wii U one just a port from a different one or whatever? No, there was a regular Wii one a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Called Nitro. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't count know. those. They're almost like side stories to the full Need for Speed main campaign or story yeah there is no main need for speed campaign there's, <laughs> there's like, been two separate need for speed hot pursuits i don't like the idea of there being a story in it i just want to race cars like the whole story thing kind of weird there's not really a story in oh, there's not recent ones at least not the i remember there being some kind of racing game with a story it might have the i thought run. It was, oh, okay. the run which was like two need for speeds i think that was need for speed 16 mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah that one uh had a whole story mode 
Yeah, I bought that at Toys R Us for five dollars. I think. Yeah, I never really. It's still it. sealed. Yeah. Back to Wii U for a second. I also picked up a couple other games. I'll go over them real quick. I got Nintendo Land, which I am not gonna. I haven't played yet. That came with it. You should um, try it. It's kind of cute. Yeah, it's actually fun. There's a couple of decent games in there. The I don't know. What, is, there, really is there anything to do? You know, I don't do a lot of local multiplayer, so I just kind of shelved it. And I, you know, um, there's some fun stuff, even single player stuff. Maybe I'll check it out. Also, I picked up. Uh, I got Mass Effect Three right here. You know, I've been meaning to play this game for a long time. You know, I kind of started on. I should state that I played the first two games on 360 when they came out, respectively. The third one came out and I started playing it, but for some reason I just stopped and I disappeared. And uh, I figured it was time to play it for real, and the Wii U version a, seemed perfect. I have a Mass Effect 3 question. Okay. I haven't gotten that far in it, but I, I started on a little bit the other night. So, if I've played 1 and 2, which I haven't, I'm just saying if I have, and I made story decisions, how do I make sure that those are followed in the um, Wii U version? Well, in, in the you can't directly transfer your character to Wii U, but the Wii U does have this like interactive graphic novel that you can do at the beginning, and it will present you with some of those choices, and you can set your choices for those. It'll like recap the first two games, kind of in an abbreviated form, and you get to make some choices, and it save it puts those choices into the third game. Hmm. That's how it handles it, and it it you know it it kind of glazes over some things. But it gets the job done overall. The annoying thing is I have Mass Effect. Actually, I have all three of them on 360, and I don't even. Yeah, I don't fuck want to hook 360. My 360. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to ever hook that up again. Dude, so. I got the Wii U version for like 16 bucks. Mad but, stupid cheap. But I so can't play one and two on Wii U. See my problem here? You don't have to though. Just play. Th- well, but I want to. Everybody says two is the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, two was pretty good. I, I honestly think one and two are both good. That's why I'm playing three. But. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't, if you want to play the first two first, you're gonna have to get them on PS3 or on your PC or something. But I like yeah, get the, them on the PC. They're like they're probably free on the PC, <laughs> aren't they? They're freeware by now. I actually I think I have them on the PC. I have them on the PC actually. <laughs> yeah, look. I think I do. Yeah, play them on the PC and just uh, Xbox controller. It. Yeah, I probably snapped them up for three bucks each at some point or another. Let me see if I have them on PC. I have two. I don't even like Mass Effect, and I might own those on It PC. should be stated that 2 and 3 are kind of the same, but 1 is is different. It's like a lot of things. When they went to, from 1 to 2, they changed a lot of the things about the gameplay to make kind of a different kind of game. And uh, that's how 2 and 3 are. So 1 I is got, kind of different. I played probably t- 10 to 15 hours of 1, yeah. and I got super bored. It's It can be boring sometimes. Super bored. See, in one, they kind of tried to do more of an old RPG, but also a third-person shooter, and the itemization was terrible, and inventory and everything was really poorly thought out, and they had all these planets you could go to that didn't have anything on them, and it was just kind of, I don't know, it just it, it wasn't firing on all cylinders. When the second game came out, they kind of streamlined everything and made it all slicker and a little more um, focused on, on key aspects. There's not as much empty stuff, and there's no uh, inventory per se. It's just, it's all different. And uh, that's how 3 is also. Not without their flaws, but still pretty good. Yeah, it's a series I've wanted to play, but I feel like I have to play them in order. I can't, like, skip one. So, so. I think Wii U is a good place to play it, but wh- before I forget, there's one thing that's driving me fucking bonkers about Wii U. Just the one thing. Inside the Wii U interface and first-party Nintendo games, and apparently some third-party games... If you look at a regular controller, like the Xbox controller, the A button is the bottom button on the face buttons. 
mm-hmm. and the PS3 controller, you know, it's, it's what is it, X? Mm-hmm. I've, yeah, okay, that's the bottom button. On Wii U, the bottom button is B, and the right button is A. You you would think so. that you would think that B should be like selecting things going forward, and A should be going back and canceling, and that's how the that's how it should be. But it's the opposite. So your tr- Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 trained me that the bottom button is for going forward and accept, you know, confirm, and the right button is cancel. But Wii U has it backwards, and subsequently all the games for Wii U also have it backwards. So all the stuff you would normally have on the right button for other games is on the bottom button for Wii U and vice versa and it drives me crazy so in mass effect if i want to melee i have to hit the bottom button and if i want to you know go behind cover or whatever i have to hit the right button and that's backwards and you can't change it and, and you I can't map controls no not that i can see see that's something that annoys me because it would be so easy to add control mapping i, I don't understand why that's not just a standard at this day and age that should just be a standard thing this is just your controls it drives me nuts though because nintendo's like they're just saying, just because you normally would expect the bottom button to be confirmed and the right button to be canceled, we're going to switch them. Because we don't want to play by your rules. Might very well be conscious. Yeah. That's the one thing that's bothering me right now. Um, See, I thought you were going to complain. Back when uh, the Ninja Gaiden port came out for Wii U, uh, I guess at the time it was only semi-port because it was Razor's Edge. It was the first time that came out. But I still haven't even gotten into that. I kind of want to, though. Anyway, when that came out, Polygon, I think, dinged it because when the button prompts came up, they were so used to the 360 controller yeah. that when, like, A would come up during a QTE, they'd hit the wrong button because they're used to where A is on a 360 controller. Oh. They actually, <laughs> they actually dinged it for that. Well, that's not what I'm saying, but it's just the positioning and, like, the standard video game controller logic you get used to from the other consoles. It's reversed on Wii U, and it's for no reason. Yeah, I remember that being an issue in, like when PlayStation first came out. They had it swapped because I was also playing a lot of imports back then, and that was a Japanese American thing. Is which button confirmed? Yeah. So then I'll, oh, I remember so that. So that I'm playing with Wii U most of the time for a, you know a week or two, and I'm now I'm used to the right button being confirmed and the bottom button being canceled. Then I go back to PS3 to play something, and it's reversed again, and I'm all decombobulated again. So come on, Nintendo. Someone's got to give. Someone. I don't care who they, gives. Someone got to. I don't to. think they do. I don't think they do have to give. <laughs> since, I, since I brought up Polygon, should we talk about how Lost Planet 3 is as good? It's near. It's almost good. as good as The Last of Us. It's pretty close, Yeah. according to their scoring. So there's only a .5 difference between Lost Planet 3 and The Last of Us. <laughs> so, thank, thank you, Polygon, for yeah, your thanks, reporting. Polygon. Now I... Now I it's, it, that makes it the second best game ever made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still will never no, play we it. know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I think the uh, and Madden's better than both of them. Well, obviously. Well, yeah, and Madden's better than both of them, just because the graphics aren't annoying. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line in a review. Stupid beaver. But back to Wii U for just a second. You know, <laughs> I love this controller. It's got this real like cozy feel to it. If you're sitting on the couch with that controller. It's like all cozy and comfy. It feels like you're like, you know, curled up with your book, as people always say. That's what it feels like. It's all, it's like got this nice tactile, interactive, you know, it's like this big thing you're holding and you can touch it and draw on it. And I, I like it. I think it's cool. Was it lighter than you thought it'd be? It's also lighter than I thought it would be. Yeah. You're right. Says. That's because there ain't no batteries in it. Hey. That's right. <laughs> they they should have put another, a bigger battery in there. That's true. They should have. I also like drawing silly pictures and posting them to the Miiverse or sending them to my pal. 
Yeah, so let me talk about this for a second. Anybody who has a chance to even play, maybe don't buy it. It's really not worth paying 40 bucks for or whatever, but Game & Wario for the Wii U mm-hmm. has a throwaway mode that's actually the f- most fun thing maybe I've played on Wii U in a while, which is you get you get 60 seconds, and it gives you four words to choose from. You have, like, five seconds to choose which of the four words. And at that point, it gives you 60 seconds to draw that word, and no matter what at the end, it posts it to Meverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, like, confirm at the end, like, you sure you want to post this? No, it just posts it. Yeah, and... So, if you fuck up or you look like an idiot, it's getting posted. <laughs> if, when RJ plays that, I like to go onto his profile on my friends list or whatever and scroll down and just look at all his pictures as he as he plays. <laughs> and there's, like, a whole long list of content there whenever he's playing. I can just check out what he's up to. It's like a small child who got into <laughs> games he shouldn't be getting into. We should look at if there's a... Uh... Like an API for that or something. It's kind of odd to pay, for, you know, pay forty bucks just for that little drawing game, though. Yeah, I would. That's why I said it's not probably yeah. not worth it because the rest of the game is like the old, um, uh, what the hell are they called? What are the WarioWare? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just these mini games that I never like those. Yeah. So if you don't like that, it's definitely not worth forty bucks. But that little mini game is awesome. I love it. I'll play yeah. that for like, I'll do like fifteen rounds at a time. It's oh. too much fun. So, also, I think that the controller makes a lot of cool stuff possible, even if you're only using it to, to have a map or in, interactive inventory or whatever. I think that adds significantly to games, and it's kind of a shame that more uh, third-party games aren't making it onto the system. Because I think the, the Wii U version has the potential to be the best in most cases. Well, we were talking earlier this week about Wii U versions of things, and uh, traditionally, I when there's a multi-platform game... I've always gotten the PC version of it because my PC is always nicer than whatever the console's going to look like. Yeah. But for uh, for Splinter Cell, I'm I'm actively considering getting the Wii U version when it is almost free in a couple of months because it's Ubi. Yeah. Um, just because the the way they've integrated the controls into the Wii U controller, it seems really good. Yeah, it looks fun. You. You can control some of the gadgets with it, and even like I said, even if it's just maps and inventory, I like that too. And uh, it's more mm-hmm. than that, though. Ubisoft's been pretty good about putting that stuff in. Um, what else? like Assassin's Creed Four is a game I haven't really wanted to check out, but because I have a Wii U now, I, I kind of want to get the Wii U version. I'm also seeing it's not that expensive now, so I might I might actually get that. Even though RJ hates Assassin's Creed Three or Three, I mean Assassin's Creed Three. I hate that game. Yeah. RJ hates I don't him. think it's I don't think it's worthy of hate. I do not like that game very much. Then it should be said it's that better. RJ liked Assassin's Creed Two a lot. He just doesn't like Assassin's Creed Three. I loved Two. I, I watched um, my girlfriend play through most of one, yeah. and I didn't really care about. I it. played through most of one. And I didn't like it that much. Um, but then Two looked cool because she, of course, is going to play the second one. So I watched her play a little bit of that, and I'm like, I'll, I'll try this. Yeah. And I had like a week off from work. Um, around Christmas, I think it was, when I started playing it. And that's pretty much all I did. I played nice. through Assassin's Creed 2. And then Brotherhood came out, and I loved that too. And then Revelations came out, and I was like, mm, getting a little tired of this, but yeah. I'll play it. What was that and, Revelations like? Um, you're, it, the problem is it's the same idea. So why, except, why didn't they call it 3, 4, 5? Like, why is it Brotherhood and Revelations instead of 3? Um, it's dependent on the main character. Mm-hmm. So, two Brotherhood and Revelations all start Ezio. So it's the same like little setting. Um, well, the third uh, Revelations is in um, uh, it's in the Ottoman Empire. Nice, nice. 
Um, I don't know. It, it was it was more of the same, but a setting I didn't like as much. What's the so I played through it. It was yeah. all right. I did, but I didn't do like 100% of everything. Um, and then three is just boring as shit. It's just the worst. <laughs> wow. I think so the problem boring. with three is there's there's too much stuff in between the good stuff. The, I don't even it, think... If you distilled the, the basic story m- like mode into if that's all you played of it and you had someone else do like the wilderness and you know all that stuff it would actually be a good little game and a short game too right not even that short i mean i i did did you finish it oh yeah i i I did i didn't do a hundred percent of ac3 how many hours close to it um i was just looking that up what version what version did you play pc do you think that having the maps or whatever on the gamepad would make it better I didn't if, use the map that much. It would if you if it lets you set like hotspots or whatever the hell where you're um like where you're headed. I also love yeah. the, I love off screen play. Off screen play is really nifty. Yeah, actually that would probably come in handy. Yeah, that's fun. You can, like you can play Mass Effect three off screen, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, the problem with three is I don't know. I think they wasted resources doing all this bullshit that nobody's ever gonna really care about, like all the you know, kill all these animals and get their pelts and then go mm-hmm. make other stuff. And it just doesn't matter. Like you don't need that to, to progress through the story. Hmm. Um, so if you just do the story stuff, it might be a better game. And that's what I started to do. But then I hit a story mission that just pissed me off. I'm just like, I'm done. It's, it's, yeah, like, it's so weird to me. How like, what's that be? Uh, I was just going to say, if, if I had done AC three, like the right way, like I told you how to play it, Peter, if you're, hmm. if you're going to play it, um, you know, do all of the fast travel points as soon as you get to a new area and use the fast travel points instead of just running around. I might actually be the oddball that likes this version best because I liked Dragon's Dogma. I liked the feeling of weight in reality to the world where going somewhere means something. I like that sort of well, challenge built into it. In that that's media. what they were going for. I, I'm sure that's what they had in mind it's when they Dragon's Dogma, set it up yeah. this way. It's like that too. It just didn't pan out like that hmm. well maybe it did pan out like that because i bet you guys would not like Dra- I, I bet you guys would at least not like that aspect of dragon's dogma even though i did like it i mean there's there's very little danger oh. involved well if there's no and danger there's, then it's not as cool um there's almost nothing that actually happens because yeah. it should be stated that <laughs> dragon's dogma has a whole dynamic day night cycle and everything and when it's nighttime, things different kinds of scary, b- evil things come out at you. So if you get caught out yeah. at night, it's exciting. No, like that they, they didn't do anything. Like they could have done. Like oh no, there are bandits, zombies out at night or something. What like if that. what if and Assassin's Creed needs zombies to come out at night? That'd be tight. Nope. No. Nope. No. Okay. They just need less running around and more demons. Get to the point. Uh, but the only thing you run into, you'll occasionally get to like a group of soldiers. And mm-hmm. if you trigger them, they'll just fucking chase you down, and then you have to fight them, and that's mm-hmm. another five minutes. Does the fighting in Assassin's Creed, the open fighting in Assassin's Creed games, almost feel like it's sort of halfway between a QTE fight and a real fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it plays more for you yeah. now. That's why two is the best. Two, you actually had to play the fights because it kind of has that look. And I, I, I'm a core gamer. I like a Ninja Gaidens of the world and stuff like that. I like the real core game where you're total control. Definitely ain't that. Yeah, it's yeah. just wait and then parry. Yeah. And then kill, mm-hmm. and then kill a and, couple other guys. And they wait for you, like while you're parrying and stabbing another guy. Everyone else that's standing around just waits for that to finish before they 
before it's their turn to get parried and stabbed. Um, and that's actually one of the only things I'm concerned about with AC4 is the video we've seen so far of the combat in that. It's the same exact thing. Yeah, I don't think they've really touched the combat. It's weird to me how like Assassin's Creed started as this game where you just like you do research on your next mark and you go kill him, and that's the whole game. And now it's this game where you're a pilot, you're a pirate, and you're running around in the sandbox. You got your ship, and you're taking forts over, and you know, and you're shooting ship weapons at other ships and stuff. It's like it's it's crazy how much the game has sort of expanded to do all this different stuff. Yeah, the ship stuff was actually kind of cool in three, but I was, again, it was optional. There's there's almost there's only a couple missions where it forces you to do the ship stuff. And I was kind of already done with the game, so I didn't I didn't want to waste my time doing a bunch of optional stuff that didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Do you get to kill George Washington? In the I expansion think, Yeah, pack. expansion. Uh, that's cool. Nice. I didn't play the expansion. I'm waiting for that to be on, like, almost free. Yeah, I think, who was it? One of the, one of our main TZ uh, listeners played that. I want to <laughs> say it was Nemesis. I was all excited. I don't know. If they did it after they did like the main missions and stuff it uh it may actually be pretty good hmm. um no it's not it's um it's like what if george washington was a bad guy yeah but what if, if? The missions i mean the like the structure of the missions how it how it actually plays more than the story hmm. i don't know just because like you were talking about the how unimportant the naval stuff is and it really is unimportant especially if you're not going to do the like crafting and commerce part of the game i think my problem Um, is they just never made you do that like there mm -hmm. was there was no reason to it didn't really help you at all it was just a waste of time no there's really like two separate piles of ac3 because all the stuff that's related to the naval things are like the actual naval missions where it's just boat combat and then that reduces your taxes for when you do the commerce and trading. And um, all that does is give you more money to upgrade your boat to do more of the same. So you can really just skip that entire section if you don't care about it. But the, the good part about the naval combat is it gets you access to the map missions, the hidden map stuff. Mm-hmm. And those missions were actually, I think, the best missions in the whole game. Hmm. Were they like the um, like the catacombs or whatever from Two and Brotherhood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, that they were kind of puzzly. The catacombs have um, like zombies and shit in them. No. Oh no. shit! No, it's more like um, what were they called in, in Two and Brotherhood? I think it was one was catacombs, but they're just the these Templar giant, layers. Yeah, the Templar layers. They're just like these huge. One was like a mansion. Sometimes they're underground, but there's just these giant areas with very few enemies in them and it's really just more about platforming and puzzle solving mm-hmm. but they were cool then they usually yeah. took like a half hour to an hour yeah that they were big this and um that like those missions in ac3 were really good and um most of them took place either in the caribbean or like nova scotia or something um so i think that's actually that that gave me hope for ac4 hmm. um because I feel like that's how those missions are going to be more like, too. Yeah, well, the thing that gives me hope for AC4 is it's not the main team working mm-hmm. on it, right? It's some other um, Ubisoft team. So They've done some really good stuff, though. Like, um, in, in the new videos they've shown of it, they're really stressing how it's actually really open. 
And in AC3, it was either a boat mission or an on-foot mission. And in AC4, you can just drive your boat over to an island, hop out, and you're on foot all of a sudden. It's totally seamless. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. I might check. I might check out AC4. I'm not sure yet. Like maybe, but you know, because the, there's only so many things to play on PS4 for a little while. But the the way I feel about these Assassin's Creed games in particular is these games are so meant to appeal to the widest conceivable audience that they kind of just feel like they lack a little bit of challenge and depth. They don't feel like they go deep enough. I mean, that's just how I feel when I look at those games. That's well, what I'm. I think. About. I think AC has an opportunity if they take. If they even attempt to take stealth more seriously than they did in three, um, there's the opportunity there to serve the lowest common denominator by having the garbage open combat system, um, you know, the the press X to win type thing, um, and then do the the stealth missions are like the the quote unquote right way to play it, um, you know, like Splinter Cell doing it ghost and. Know all that stuff. So kind the, of the challenge is kind of what you make for yourself. Kind of want to check out check out Blacklist because it looks kind of fun trying to sneak around and you know using the dark and stuff. Kind of neat. I really liked Conviction. So, hmm. I mean, it, it it wasn't like core Splinter Cell, but it was a fun little game, and there was some stealth in it. Um, and this seems like Conviction, but more stealth. Hmm. Conviction is up there as one of the the games that I finished that I liked the least. <laughs> The actual winner of, of that as the game I liked overall, the least that I finished, is, of course, The Force Unleashed. What what did you not like about Conviction? Um, it wasn't... It was it was more of an action game. It was less about... St- if you go from Chaos Theory to Conviction, there's such a huge jump there. Mm-hmm. And it's a jump towards getting the casuals to play it versus the... Oh, yeah. Doing a more... Um, really, they kind of took Metal Gear Solid and made it even stealthier and even... Um, it was just cooler because you got to new rooms and you saw all these enemies all around. It's, okay, how am I going to tackle this? Which MGS ended up, you know, 2, 3, and 4 had a couple pockets of that. But this was a whole game of that for uh, for 1, a little bit of 2, and then certainly Chaos Theory was kind of the ultimate version of that. Yeah. This was more, I don't know, Conviction was just too much run and gun and a whole lot of, uh, I hate that mark and execute thing, which I know was back in the new one. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. Hmm. But I'll still play it. I want to. I'll probably check it out on Wii U when it's twenty bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've also been. I've also checked out Mario U, which is one of those rare cases where it's almost exactly what I would have imagined, but it's pretty good. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm sure this is one of those things where I pick up and usually play it on the gamepad and chip away at it here and there. It's a pretty good pick up and play game. And Beav, tell him that he has to get the three coins in every level. I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't what, count. Like yeah. the way I played Mario U was, I didn't let myself go to the next level until I got all three coins. Hmm. I didn't do that because I that could actually hurt your enjoyment of the game. Like if you get to a really annoying part. Well, there were some that I had to skip, especially later in the game. Yeah. But that was my, you know, quote unquote rule. Yeah, I finally did do it. Um, it took me a while because for a while I couldn't find um, a couple of the secret levels you need in order to get all the coins that's because some of those are bullshit they were so finally i looked up like i didn't look up exactly where they were but i looked up the level they were in what level it's in yeah um so finally i got all those and then when i got those then i made sure i had all the coins and all the levels um and i got to world so spoilies for mario getting all the coins opens up 
yet another world. Mm. And that world is a fucking bitch. Ooh. <laughs> Star Road? Basically. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I think I'm only on, like, 9-2 or 9-3. And it's fucking impossible. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I finished. Nine. I sat there for, like, an hour the one night playing one level. It's impossible to get the star or get the coins, or it's impossible to beat the level? It's a little bit of both. I think I might have beaten the level in the end, but getting the coins just wasn't going to happen. Nice. See, that's yeah, I, I want to finish the game so I can move on to Luigi U because that sounds more fun to me. Luigi U. You know, um, the floaty jump. It's more. I don't know if it's more fun, but it's. I don't think it's going to be fun at all because all the levels have a hundred second time limit. That's not really an issue though. I've played about half of Luigi U, and um, that the time limit barely comes into play. Are are the levels redone in such a way that it actually makes sense? They're completely have a hundred second. Oh, I thought they were like redos of the existing levels. No, no, no. it's it's the same worlds, so they're based within the the same. Um, uh, you know, all the arts the same within like the yeah, the, but they're the entirely world. new maps. Completely new. Oh, I, I didn't realize it's that. It's basically eighty new Mario levels for twenty bucks. Hmm, and it's got the swanky green case. Yeah. I, I, I hate to wish... say it, but that that's one of the reasons I might buy it, is yeah. that the box is cool. I sort of wish I'd waited, because I didn't play it a ton when I did get the DLC version a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of slowly made my way, like, halfway through it, and yeah, now I but, kind of wish I'd just waited for the box. Yeah, but you'd, you'd have the box, but at the same time, you got to put the disc in. If you just want to play some quick Luigi, you got to put the freaking disc in. Yeah, but i got to put uh, Mario in. Yeah, it's... You still need Mario uh, oh, in okay. the drive. Also, I got Resident Evil Revelations on the Wii U. It's, it's you should note I already have this on 3DS, but I never actually finished. I never like played too much into it in 3DS for whatever reason. So when it came out on consoles, I thought that'd be the best place to check it out. And it, it's, I'm pleased to report it's excellent. It's probably the second best Resident Evil game, just based on what I think so far. Because it's I like that you're pleased to report. I am that very it's pleased excellent. to. Re- I'm a, look. I've been a Resident Evil fan since the '90s, so I'm I'm pleased to report whenever a game um, plays to the strengths of the series, the way I understand the strengths to be. So, it's it's much different from five and six, which were pretty dumb. It's it's more like it's more horror and stuff. Even though it's not super hard, it's you know it's got that tense environment down, and and I, I like it a lot. Even though the controls are a little sloppy, uh, I don't know why, but for some reason the the analog sticks on the Wii U version, they have a bunch of slop between when you can move and, or, you know, between the center point and bef- it takes, you have to move it. You have to move the stick a long way before it actually does anything. It's like a whole dead zone. You know what I mean? And it makes you things. You can change annoying. that really. You can't, I, I don't see any way to fix it. It's just got this built in dead zone. It's kind of annoying, but you get, you start to get used to it. That's shitty. Have you tried Googling it? Yeah. It's a, it's a commonly th- understood problem with the, with the Wii U version. Yeah, actually, I remember when Pete played Silent Hill on the PS3. Like, not the most recent one, but the one before that, Homecoming, maybe? Yeah, the one where you had those weird nurses that I wanted to, you know, I thought were yeah, hot. Anyway. But <laughs> Pete, Pete started playing it, and he's like, you can't switch the uh, the Y axis. Oh, that drove me nuts. And I'm like, yes, you can. That's bullshit. So I Googled it, and nope, you can't switch the Y axis. See, I was right. And because of that, I never opened. Yeah, I never, copy. I never got very far in the game simply because I couldn't change the Y axis. I don't know what kind of mongoloid plays with up being up that it just Children yeah it's it's way. dumb it's like for it, it's I, I consider that for inferior people it doesn't it's not logical it's not how the brain works 
I went to uh, a friend's house uh, a couple of years ago, and we were playing. This was when Call of Duty was still kind of cool. Um, we were playing Call of Duty, and I, every time it would be my turn to play. This is again, back when it was a little indie thing, and, and RG was hip. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was underground. <laughs> uh, every time I got the controller back, I'd have to switch it back, and they made fun of me because I was inverting it. It was an art house game back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, and I think it's just newer because that's how it is by default. That's not how your brain. Why is everything defaulting to up being up? It's not intuitive. That's not how your brain's supposed to be. Have these people ever flown an airplane before? Fever? They didn't. They didn't grow up on flight sims like we did. It drives me nuts. It, you can't. I can't do it. I bet. It, do you think it's a complete age thing, Beef? It, it might be. Thing. Mm-hmm. Might. I guess that's what it is. Let us know out there, TZ listeners, because you're probably a little younger than us. It gets old having to switch that. Go to, like every time I start a new game, I, I just have to assume I'm gonna have to go to the options and switch that thing. Some games oh, yeah. are oh, the worst is when demos don't have it. Yeah. Like demos, they're like, ah, eh, we just figure that it'll be default for everybody. They'll, uh, they won't need to invert in the demo. Well, fuck you then. Some games are friendly and they will give you the choice to switch it without going to the menus, but you don't know if they're gonna do that or not, so I have to go oh, to the menus yeah, anyway. So, and sometimes I switch it. And then the game's not smart enough, so it gets to that point, and it's like, is this right? And I'm like, well, I, <laughs> I don't know it. if it's right or not. And it changes it back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Resident uh, Evil so. Revelations is awesome. And you can play it off screen just like most games on the Wii U, which is cool also. And anything that's on the Wii U screen looks amazing because it's basically like built-in bullshotting. It's like downsampling. The, you know, it's down-resing the whole thing to make it look all nice and tight mm-hmm. on that little screen. So Resident Evil is always yeah. true though, because the screens. That's that's the impression I get. Pretty. I mean, it's not it's not a terrible screen, but it's not like the Vita or something. Yeah. Yeah, but like, uh, let's yeah, say I was gonna say my my only complaint about the Wii U c- controller, other than the battery life, I guess, is that I wish the screen were nicer and that it was pretty good capacitive screen. touch instead of what's that uh, mean? Capacitive. Ten is seconds or less. Like <laughs> it's like the iPhone. You know, it's not. It doesn't have the squishy layer oh. over it. I don't know. I think it's pretty good. But uh, Beaver, what was I going to say? But yeah, but Resident Evil Revelations look particularly good on the controller screen because on the big screen it looks pretty good. You know, they they fix it up a little bit from the 3DS version, but it's still a game that lacks. You know, the textures are a little blurry and it lacks detail here and there on the big screen. But downsampled to the to the Wii U controller screen, it looks sweet. So. It's perfect. Well, speaking of old horror games, I'm Man. on Steam right now. And Outlast I comes out soon. That uh, Lords of Shadow is out on the PC. Sucks. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they just clipped out like the middle five hours or something to make it playable. Oh, I hated uh, that. Is that the game. Ultimate Edition? I don't think they did that. Um, the Ultimate no. Edition features less gameplay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> The director's yeah, cut has less in it. <laughs> yeah. Concise edition. Uh, I kind of want to play that because I have it. I, I played it on 360 ages ago, and we already talked about how I'm not setting the 360 back up. Uh, and this is supposedly the definitive version because it's 60 frames per second. The old the console ones weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want it, but this is one of those $5 in two months kind of games. Yeah, I agree. And it comes with both of the DLCs. Oh, so. neat. Once that goes on discount bin, I might have to get it just to, and then like download a save to yeah. where I was because I'm totally not replaying it. If I can't replay it, 
or if I have to replay it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Most brutal example of that. Can you imagine being one of the idiots who paid 60 bucks for Defiance when it came out? What's Defiance? It's that it's like that third person shooter MMO game based on that sci-fi oh, TV oh, show. Oh. So, that was 60 bucks and literally like 6 weeks later it was 3 bucks. <laughs> it's so tough. That's right. That's the game <laughs> yeah. that I think TZ reviewed it and called it unnecessary. Shouldn't some of these people <laughs> just understand that a game is trash before even making it? It's like why do people release projects like this? They think it's going to take off. I, I like you could see that no, failure from a mile away. You can smell it on it before it even came it's out. It's because it was tied to the game on or to the show on Even more sci-fi, reason to think right? it's going to be a, a failure. But but nerds think that stuff is cool and nerds have disposable income. Right, but if you say video game tied in with TV show gimmick, I smell failure on it 10 months mm-hmm. before it comes out and then it mm-hmm. fails. So why why am I the only one with that power? They should they hire me and get me to tell them what things to invest in? I I don't get it. That had free to play written all over it. I'm not sure why they released it at 60 bucks. Oh my god. No. No idea. I mean, the TV show actually isn't that bad. It's not great, but it's also not bad. But the the game, wow, what, what a what a what a stinker! I have not seen the show, nor will I ever. Yeah, play it's the kind game. of a, kind of a good show, kind of a good little sci-fi show. It's not it's not like genius, but it's okay. <laughs> That's our our teasy standpoint on this. What are we, we doing will here? Never play this game. What are we doing here? Also, uh, so wait, real back, quick. Back, wait, wait, okay, wait, quick. wait, 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 okay, wait. Okay, okay. While we're all getting <laughs> our summer. Out. We're all getting our summer gaming in here. Hmm. I, I got I got a Wii U game to talk about. Let's go back. We've got to stay on Wii U until Wii U's done. Yeah, Wii U's... We got to wear out Wii U. We're almost out of games for Wii U. Pikmin 3 all right. is uh, awesome. Okay. I love it. It's already the most I've played a Pikmin game, and I do have... I did play Pikmin 1 and 2. But? Um, there's no... <laughs> awesome. Okay, it sounded like there's going to be a but. <laughs> no, the game's amazing. Um, the... Even the way, so I know it's it's getting dinged because it doesn't use the controller as people thought it should. The way it uses it is kind of great. It's a map off to the side that you can kind of do stuff on while you're playing on the TV. People want the Wiimote, though. And then how do you use the Wiimote and the controller at the same time? So I put it in the stand and put it next to me. Oh, okay. Um, it kind of acts as just, you know, a second screen as it's supposed to. Um, but you can send, like, you can send your Pikmin to go do stuff on that screen, almost, you know, RTS style, while you're playing on the TV to do, you know, the higher priority things. Okay, uh, I, I think we talked about this in the chat, but I don't remember why you need the Wiimote. You don't necessarily need it. You can play with just the, the pad. You can play on the pad if you want. I've tried but, that, actually. But what's the Wiimote doing that the pad isn't? You can point. Can't the pad point? If it can, it it's not set up to do it's that. It's like a gyromite type thing with the pad. I don't think it points. Um, yeah, you use the sticks to, to point and throw guys when you're using the pad. Hmm. So, the Wii Remote actually is a lot better for it. You can point exactly where you want to throw guys because um, that's the whole point of the game. You're throwing if you, around to do stuff. If you press a button, like, could you like Velcro the Wiimote to the back of the pad? And do that. Well, you're getting more functionality when you're using the Wii Remote because then the pad becomes something else. Otherwise, it's just a map. Uh, um, this way, you can. It's it's kind of great. You can look up, um, you know, all kinds of details about any items you have. Um, um, 
I don't know why you would, but look up like, you know, what happened in the last chapter. Um, you can actually, this has nothing to do with the Wii remote or the pad, but um, after a day, you can go back and like rewatch <coughs> the whole day and see like where you screwed up or where you could do it better. Um, replay it. The the way so in Pikmin one, it was timed. You had thirty days to do everything, mm-hmm. and if you got to day twenty nine and there was more than a day's worth of work left, you had to start over completely. Oof. Um, and I think Pikmin 2, there was no time limit at all. You just did whatever the fuck you wanted. In this that one, sounds more my speed. Well, in this one, it's kind of in the middle. Um, you collect fruit, and the fruit, um, every day, you have to... It makes juice out of the fruit, and you have to drink um, a bottle of juice to go to the next day. Hmm. But you can start to bank it, so if you find a bunch of fruit one day, you now have a bank of, you know five to ten jars of uh, of juice so that's ten more days you can play um, so that way it's not as urgent it's not like where you're gonna I, I that's the reason I never played through the first one because I got scared that I was gonna get to toward the end and, and not hmm. do they do they give you plenty of juice Bobby there's lots of it man hmm. there's lots of juice because I'd be annoyed at your Pikmin one scenario no it, it you don't have to worry about that just okay. as long as you if you see fruit you get it you're fine. One of the things I like best about Pikmin 3 is how juicy and yummy the fruit looks on the screen. It actually They're does. very it's good like at that. It's like photorealistic fruit. It's this, I think that's where all, where all the delays came from. All the delays were to make the fruit look so good. <laughs> they had to put the fruit system back in development a couple oh, times. Oh, it looks so good. It didn't look juicy enough. It looks juicy. It's so yummy. It, does, it makes you want fruit. Yeah. The fruit must be a juicier. <laughs> this is a negative stereotype, Beaver. I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. They don't think that they don't think that only that they're not motivated only by fruit being juicy, Beef. They're, they're people. Jesus. I don't know. Anyway, it's a good game. <laughs> um, yeah, so I might check that out. I, I don't really have any frame of reference for it because I never played the other Pikmin games. It's one of Me these things either. where it, even watching videos and stuff, it probably doesn't even look like a lot of fun. It probably looks like work because <laughs> it's <laughs> it's your every day is time so that you're stuck to you know once the day ends if you, you have to collect all your Pikmin otherwise they die. Um, so if they're not with you, they die. And you have to watch them Wait. die, and it's sad. Wait, what happens if all of your Pikmin die? Um, you can't get fruit anymore. Well, no, there's always... like, Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing you probably just find more. But it it won't happen. I don't think that's going to happen to anybody. Does it make you replay the level? Well, you can replay any... It's not levels. It's There's areas, and then you have... Every day you can go to an area and kind of like keep working in that okay. area but it has such a great um kind of progression system it always seems like towards the end of the day you either have just finished something mm-hmm. and then you want to go back and like see the new area or you just yeah you just get to a new area and you're like oh man there's all this cool stuff over there and I, i'm gonna play again for another 20 minutes it's about how long mm-hmm. a day is in the good game. pacing then huh it's pretty good um so and and it keeps you you know it's not only the pacing but it does keep you kind of um You'll find like new characters. Um, you find different types of Pikmin. So overall, they're just um, you know the progressions are there and uh, it keeps you hooked. Hmm. So worth playing, even if it looks boring in videos. Once you actually play it, you'll have fun. Peter got bored and left. Yeah, that was the door swinging. He yells at us for doing that. Yep. Hmm. 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 All right. Are we done talking? No. We are not done. One more thing. Peter's got all this pent-up Wii U. Oh, I love Wii U. Hey, wait, I have a quick question for Peter before we move on to Wii U. All right. Again. 
Is Spelunky worth getting? I don't know, man. I've heard that this is one of the best games ever. And in fact, I think I think it was Eurogamer who gave it a ten, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, I got it on Steam and I loaded it up and I started playing. I guess what's probably the tutorial and just kind of got bored. But maybe if I gave it another <laughs> chance, I would like it. I don't know. But my attention span is kind of shitty lately. Hmm. But it's, a, it's right. supposedly awesome. That's not high praise. You can dig around and you can. I don't. Know, I get bored. Th- I get bored when I shouldn't be. I'm like, I know I should like this, but I'm getting bored. Yeah, we know you get bored when you shouldn't be because we just heard you get up and. I had to let the cat out of the room. The cat was like, "Meow, let me out, meow, meow, let me out." So I was like, you "Peter, help, help! I gotta get out of here, Peter." Like, meow, let me out. And I was like, "Oh, you wanna go out? Come on, come on, let's go out." Because <laughs> I had the door closed and she couldn't get out. So now are we done with weed? No. <laughs> I asked about Spelunky, and now we're done with weed. No. Ah, real quick. One more game I'm on the fence for buying on Wii U right at this very moment. Uh-huh. Can you guess what it is? I'll say it is the uh, DuckTales. No. It's Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, see? Oh. Yeah, that's the game I'm on the fence for. And it seems like it's priced a little bit high considering it's been out for half a year. But I still kind of want it. It seems like kind of the online game for Wii U right now. And I like games that are kind of deep and hard. And I like, you know, <laughs> items like, you know, difficult and stuff. And I like I like crazy items and crazy bosses and stuff. So I kind of want do it. You like, do you like monsters? I like monsters. Do you like hunting them? I like hunting them. I don't know. Sounds like it's the game for you. <laughs> there's, there's something I can't get my mind around. It's the fact that the game is almost entirely only boss fights and that kind of i'm having trouble getting my mind around that and if it's something i'm into because i always think that with these games where you grind you know you level up and you get items and you're setting up your gear and all that i always think of these items as as these games where you will face a variety of challenges and you'll be like fighting your way through an enemy through levels and killing enemies and then fighting a boss this is just big monsters and nothing else it's a bit odd that's kind of uh roadrunner's death valley rally-ish yeah exactly and that, yeah, that, that's what most reviews say, actually. <laughs> this is the, no, that's what a, that was. It's every, an homage to Death Valley Rally. Every level in Death Valley Rally was basically a new like boss fight. You had to figure out how to get past the... Uh, past YLE. I got that game instead of... I got it instead of something, but I got that with my Christmas money when I was a little kid. And I was like, oh. And I liked that game because they had it set up on the display at the store. So I was like, I got, I'll get this. And then you, play, you get it, and you hard, and you know, and you're done with it after a few days, and then your sixty bucks is gone. I'm still playing it. <laughs> yeah, that's another reason I get annoyed at uh, people complaining about games anymore, and like how much they cost because they cost so much more. Super Nintendo that, and that was sixty bucks back then. That's like hundred and twenty uh, bucks, bucks now. today. Is like yeah, it's like eighty bucks today or more. So if games cost eighty bucks and are now like, you know. 18 to 30 good hours. Well, it varies, but much bigger than Death Valley Rally, which probably was made yeah. by two guys. Yeah. <laughs> Games back then, by and large, didn't take large teams. Fewer We're... guys for more money. Yeah. We're still trying to get that guy on the show, so let's let's cool it on Death Valley Rally. But yeah, I might want no, to. 20... No, no, I'm, I'm saying people have no... I, I think Death Valley Rally was worth 60 bucks when it came out. 
I, I think the value proposition for games uh, is unreasonable at the moment. I don't think it had particularly high value at the time. I mean, games like Mario Kart had way more value. Super Mario World had a lot more value. You know, Death Valley Rally was not a tremendously good game. It was pretty, but that was about it. It was very pretty. For the mm-hmm. time. You know, all those Sunsoft games had good animation, but they didn't have a lot else. They weren't very deep. So, yeah, Beaver, what do you say to that? Well, it couldn't be one. very deep. You don't even remember Death Valley Rally. I remember it. I owned it. Why wouldn't yeah. I remember it? I, one, one thing I remember about it was arguing with my cousins and stuff because they... I, or, because we're like, you know, this is during the time when you had the whole Genesis versus Super Nintendo stuff. And, and there's the commercials where Sega's like, you know, we do what Nintendo and we're faster because we got blast processing. Look how fast Sonic goes. So as, as at the time, I was like, refu- I was like rebutting that. And I was like, look, Roadrunner runs faster than Sonic and it doesn't have blast processing. So it's like it, I was intellectualizing this whole thing as like a 10 year old or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that, I remember I remember comparing Roadrunner to Sonic cause, and I was trying to see which is faster. And it looked to me like Roadrunner's faster. Like in your face, Sonic. Hmm. Yeah, Beaver. So now we have, in some alternate Earth somewhere, we have Mario and Roadrunner at the Winter Games or whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> Roadrunner won the battle. <laughs> we, sh- we should ask that question uh, when we have the dev guy on. We should. Which was faster, Sonic or Roadrunner? Mm-hmm. They clearly seem to but- want to, go- to be going up against Sonic. Yeah, it it's a two part question. It's one is who was really faster, Roadrunner or Sonic? And the second part is do you believe there's an alternate universe where there's Roadrunner and Mario at the London Olympics? <laughs> oh man. Beaver, you are too much. You are a, a dish and a half, Beaver. I'm a cut I'm a cut up. You're cut up. <laughs> All right. So we gotta talk about we upcoming Wii U games now. I thought we were no! over Wii U. There are no upcoming Wii U games. We got Rayman. We got Rayman Legends coming out. It's sneak up, sneaking up on us. It might. Even, it's just about out um, right now, and it might even be it, out. By it'll the, be out by the time the show gets not, out. No, I think we're going to post this one pretty fast. But um, can I tell my my Rayman Legends story? Yes, mm-hmm. from last night. So I pre-ordered this uh, in August. It was August twenty second last year, so, so twenty twelve. There was some kind of deal on Newegg. They had it priced wrong at. 49 and then I had a $12 coupon or something. Anywho, $37 mm. game. I was like, okay, hey, whenever it comes out. And then it got delayed for a year because <laughs> it was supposed to be out in like January. Mm-hmm. So Newegg's thing is that they cancel pre-orders after one year. So now with the game coming out in a week, they're uh, like, they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to cancel that on you. That's fucked up. So I contacted him yesterday and I said, guys, guys, what are we doing here? What are we doing? You use your catchphrase on them. <laughs> Um, and the, the woman was very nice and she said she's going to refund me the money Ooh. and then when I went she said well so they canceled it and they, she said to like rebuy it and then they'll refund me to get it back down to 37 bucks nice. I was like awesome so then I go to rebuy it and I'm like hey there's $5 shipping now that wasn't on there before what are we doing here <laughs> your catchphrase comes out again you unsheathed it and uh, at the end you know they're giving me not only the $5 shipping but the uh, whatever yeah $23 nice they're not making any money. That's what I call good customer service, Robert. Yeah, they're definitely losing money on my copy of Rayman. Yeah. But they want to keep me as a customer. You know exactly. what? Exactly. It's like they lost money on the sale, but they kept the customer. Once this episode comes out, I have a feeling their stock's going to go down. I don't know. Yeah. All right, and also we've got the wonderful 101 coming out pretty soon too. I played the demo. I must say, I like the idea of it, but for some reason, the demo I, I was just kind of bored. 
I don't know why that is. Did you did you double up the demo? No, I didn't. I, I didn't even finish it. Know. I just kind of played it a little bit, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm serious. It's like, what am I doing right. here? My catchphrase. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> now, the gimmick with Wonderful 101, the first time I played the demo, because I loved just what I saw of the game, like when they had that Nintendo Direct, I was in love with it. So I got the demo, and the first time through, I'm like, I don't really get this. This isn't really clicking. And I didn't finish it either. I got to, like, some big enemy died and got tired. Did you borrow my catchphrase at that point? Yeah, what am I doing? So (laughs) the next day, I woke up. This was a Saturday, I think. And I I played the demo again. And this time, I liked it a lot. Hmm. Because it clicked. I got it. And suddenly, I was a badass. So maybe just try it again. Interesting. Huh. We've got. Let's move it along real quick to get out of the Wii U segment. We've got Sonic Lost World coming out. By the way, on Amazon right now, that's only. I don't know if it's going to be a forty-nine dollar game, but it's listed at forty. I feel like I should care about this, but for some reason, I just don't. Even though I should. I that's the one that's uh, Sonic um, Galaxy. Yeah, Sonic Galaxy. Thank you. And then we've right. got yeah. And then we've got Batman Arkham Origins, which I don't understand. Is that a trash throwaway game, or is that a real Batman game? Like, what's going on with this? What are we doing here? I can't, I can't keep track of the Batman game. Is this gonna? It's not by Rocksteady, but it's supposed to be like those. So, like, is it? It's what are same, we doing here? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just the third Batman. game. Is it gonna be trash? I just don't care about yeah, it. I guess I don't care. I'm kind of done. It's like it, it was. What's Rocksteady doing instead of that? TMNT, the movie game. Right? No, Probably. that's not true. No? Okay. Next gen Batman. Yeah, that's probably it. Oh yeah, next gen Batman. Hmm. All right, and then we've got AC4 coming out on Wii U, which I'm tempted by because I like that controller. But you gotta go. You gotta go with the next gen. You gotta do yeah. it. Yeah. Gotta have the next gen. Gotta be. do it. You gotta do it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. And then after that, there's Zelda HD, uh, Wind Waker HD. They just announced the date for that today, October fourth. Yeah, I'm. That's. Oh, I forgot about Zelda. It will, I never played Wind Waker. Well so. then. Oh, it's super it's good. It's the best 3D Zelda game, in my opinion, Wind Waker. Yep, so, I agree. I'm putting that on my list. Yeah, it's better than it, It's better than Ocarina of Time. It's better than Majora's Mask. It's better than the Wii ones. Yep. It's well, awesome. I actually haven't played any of the 3D Zelda. So you don't even get it at all, do you? You don't get it. You don't get it. Nope. Pete's right. It is the best 3D Zelda. Yeah, you don't get it, Beef. So yeah, I haven't played that in like 10 years. You know, I, I played it when it came out and I finished it and never played it again. So this will be a good time to revisit that game because it'll be in HD and stuff. Even though I do think it's a little overpriced, RJ. I think it's a little overpriced, man. Gotta tell you. I pre-ordered it when I did. Hey, I gotta tell you, I think it's a little overpriced. It's an HD. Did you see all the shit they're adding to it, by the way? It's not It's not HD filtered like the Jack Collection or something. Yo, man. It's, H, it's HD. It's the same game, though. What are we doing here? 60 bucks for the same game. What are we doing here, man? It's 50 if you pre-order at the right time. <laughs> I can't go back in time and do that. Should have. You should have seen. That I that feel was, like that was silly. I'm getting kind of a forty dollar vibe off that game. That's what it should be. Because they should be like, there you might know, be a deal around yeah, launch. We pumped it up a little bit, but it's still the same game. It's not like it costs us an enormous amount of time and money to make this. See, what you should have done, Peter, is waited for the pack-in version. I, I had to have my Wii, Wii U right away. It. My I was running out of time. I had to have that Wii U. My fuse was to zero. My Wii U. Because it's uh, it's freebies with the pack in, right? Is it? 
Yeah, but he got the fifty. Yeah, I got fifty dollars so. off anyway. I'm still sitting on that gift card, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, what else? Got Adventure Time? Explore the dungeon because I don't know. No, I don't know. Is this going to be a I good game? I don't know game? why they name those games such stupid names. I don't know. I think the cartoon is quirky and like that. I don't know. I haven't seen the cartoon. Never seen it. But the, I thought the 3DS game was really good. Well, what am I going to tell you? Beaver. What am I going to tell you? I thought it was good. Sorry. I never opened that. Sorry, Beaver. It's by way forward. They know what they're doing. Yeah, well, that's the only reason I got it. Yeah. I hate Adventure well, Time, but I like what Imagine, remember Zelda 2 on NES? Imagine that except really good and... With no Adventure one Time likes Zelda too. 2. Yeah, but did you miss where I said except really good? I like I Zelda 2. I don't see how that's possible. It's basically they just lifted the whole Zelda 2 formula with the overworld and the side-scrolling levels. And it's basically just Zelda 2 with Adventure Time characters and nice graphics and stuff. Which is good. That's What you, What else would you want? I, I wouldn't want... If you gave me carte blanche, that is the last game I would say I wanted. Give me Zelda 2... <laughs> With Adventure Time graphics, hmm. so you you, you would also like. you would choose um, Ben Ten Omniverse Two over that. Yes, I don't even know what that is, but I'd pick it over that. Hello Kitty Cruisers, sure. <laughs> Hello Kitty Cruisers, yeah. and Cruisers is spelled with a K. It's a good thing their their title isn't Hello Kitty Cruisers. They'd be in trouble. <laughs> What's that? Was a Target. I was a Target earlier, and a couple couple things i noticed here some anecdotal evidence that i think uh disney infinity is going to be a fucking massive hit hmm. kids love that shit because yeah. they love skylanders and they love disney yeah, they just lifted that shit right from skylanders mm-hmm. it's just blatant. Oh, yeah, it's blatant. It's blatant it's that part's blatant it is a different game like skylanders is like a diablo clone this is dependent on what you know, game world you're in. It's a completely different game. Yeah, um, and uh, it looks like Nintendo, Nintendo's trying to do it with Pokemon, kind of, aren't they? I was looking at that Rumble thing, and they have little toys, right? Yeah, but they're, again, it's like toe-in-the-water kind of thing, whereas these guys went all they in. They should go anyway. all in. It seems like the perfect thing to go all in with, because you've got Pokemons, and you've got the toys, and, you, I mean, it would just it'd be... You, you wouldn't just have little kids. You'd have, like, nerdy college dudes also. So, so Bobby, you're you're saying it's going to be a big hit because you waited in line for opening day and got your whole set, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Those are my pictures out there. That you every see time about. I go to Target, I got to shove little kids out of the way to play Disney Infinity. It's going to be a hit. Have you seen those pictures of people who spent like three hundred bucks the day it came out? It's like it's not only the the starter set, which is like seventy five. It's every possible figure that came out, every play set or whatever, and then every one of those little power discs that are blind packed so you have to buy like 50 packs to be able to get the 20 discs wow horrible but kids love it and at target the last two times i've been there since it came out there's like a kid runs up sees it and then runs and gets his mom and then pulls his mom mm-hmm. over to show it to him it will be massive yeah when i went to a uh, toys r us the other day hold on a second i'm going to segue from this um Went to Toys R Us the other day, and they had the Disney Infinity stuff all over the place. They had signs up in the parking lot for yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and like too. on the way into the store, there was a big like, um, what's the thing you walk under? You know, a big yeah, like yeah. one yep. of those things. So I mean, you can't get into the store without seeing it all yep. over the place. Um, yeah, I agree. It, I think it's going to be a big deal. Capital B, capital D. Sorry to tell you this, Beef, but I'm looking up Adventure Time, Explore the Dungeon, because I don't know, on YouTube. 
it doesn't look half bad. The production's pretty good. It's got cute little sprites, and it's like a top-down dungeon crawler. It's kind of neat. Well, my other target story was that I walked by the Wii U section, and there were Smurfs 2 and The Croods, both 19.99. so get them this week. This week at Target. The Croods and Smurfs 2. And remember, if you sign up for your red card, you can get Smurfs 2 and Croods for 5% off. Yeah, you'll get 5% off The Croods. Uh, but anyway, I think that's where Adventure Time is going to be in a couple months. All right. And also in November, we've got Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze coming out. What do you think about that, RJ? That sounds, that's the most delicious sounding title. It, is. it sounds there's like a food. Be, it's like a, there's got to be a 7-Eleven tie in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> if there isn't, then they, it's a big missed opportunity. Yeah, Just, sure. It's a very strange uh, name. It does sound like more like a snack or a food or something than a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the that's West? the flavor of Slurpee at 7-Eleven, is the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, mm-hmm. and it's banana-flavored. Hello! I would go there to get that. I would, because you know it would have codes for, like, in-game things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't go to 7-Eleven, I would go there just for that. You're welcome, Nintendo. It's like a nice summer um, treat, but they release it in the winter. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. And I don't like that. Hold on. I don't like that Retro's making this thing. I, I want Retro to make a Metroid game, man. I was playing Zombie U, and you hold the you hold the controller up, and because it's got the gyros inside of it or whatever, and you like point it, and it aims for you, and it looks at stuff, and it's so cool. It works really well. Like it just made me think. There's so much they could be doing, you know, with Metroid on this. And why wasn't Retro? They'll do it. Why? They will. Why isn't Retro do doing it. that instead of Donkey Kong? They'll do it. Well, we we talked about the whole retro donkey Kong uh, in our, mm, our post E3. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. However, the last Donkey Kong game that they did was excellent. Yeah, one of the better platformers in the last I don't know five ten years. I don't like so, monkeys, so I like I have a hard time with those games. I just generally across the board don't like monkeys. Any kind of monkey. This is that one, why is that why Dracula's not here today? Yes, it is. Anyway, this one's gonna be awesome. It's a super pretty version of the last one. I mean, it's all new stuff, but. Super pretty. I saw him playing it at Best Buy. Those barrel things go on way too long. I'm not making any decisions about Donkey Kong I'm not feeling too optimistic about buying that. I don't like monkeys. Well, I'm thinking about what's coming up. And you got the Assassin's Creed. You got the the Watchdogs. You got the Watchdogs. You got the Need for Speed. You got the Hello Kitty Cruisers. You got got the PS4. You got the... Roadrunner and Mario at the Winter Games. Yeah, well, there's a listen, lot coming up, listen. and I, I just can't see it making the cut, Bobby. Here's the thing, Beef. I'm going to say this right now. All right, say I it. want you to write this down. Grand Theft Auto, Bobby. Hey, hey, I want you to write this down. You ready? Yeah. All right. All those games you just named, except for Grand Theft Auto. All right. Hello Kitty. Your Cruisers. Watchdogs, your Assassins, your Need for Speed 18. Hello Kitty Cruisers. Mm-hmm. Hello Kitty Cruisers, even. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Wind right Waker. Now, uh, I can't put Wind Waker there either, because here's what I'm going to say. Donkey Kong. When you look at the aggregate review scores, we're talking game rankings, we're talking Metacritic, uh, uh, Donkey Kong will outscore them handily. Hmm. Because it will be... If ret- uh, Retro's behind it, and they were behind the last one, and that was a near-perfect platformer, hmm. this one's a gorgeous near-perfect platformer, I'm guessing. Hmm. Bobby, Bobby, I don't care about scores. Yeah. You will. That'll get you, because you'll be like, shit, it's getting 10s everywhere. Why is it getting 10s? All right. I like what I like, Bobby. And you like platformers. I do like platformers. You got me there. We're almost out of this I thing. Just, I, just I, I, I didn't play Last of Us, and that did got write, all 10s. Did you write that down, what I just said? Did you write oh, it down? Oh, 
Oh, speaking of The Last of Us, I watched my brother-in-law play the beginning of The Last of Us. Just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first like three or four. What's hours. the last thing? You, what's the last part you saw? Uh, we were in the big tall apartment building. It's like, and there was a room full of dudes, and he had to kill all the dudes. Um, the what kind of what kind of condition is this dudes. building in? Uh, it was okay. I, I know exactly building. what you mean. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you didn't even get to the part where Bo and Ronnie kiss. No. I don't think I met Bo or Ronnie. Actually, <laughs> they, they yeah, play a pivotal role in the in the last yeah. half of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of kissing going on there. It is mm-hmm. a lot of smooching. There's a lot of smooching between Bo and Ronnie. The whole second half of the game just goes completely off the rails, and it stops being about zombie survival. And more about it's a more lot about more kissing survival. Kissing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll say they they focus they focus a little more on the Bo Ronnie. Uh, All of a sudden, they brought brought back like six ac- six axis functionality, and you have to hold up the controller and kiss it just right. Yeah, there's some of that. There's a little bit of that. Yeah, you're not entirely wrong, Beep. Hmm. <laughs> also, hmm. we've got and coming up in December, according to GameFly, Super Mario 3D World, which I'm half hot on. I'm full hot on that. Full hot. What's that look like? I'll show you after the show. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a good one. It's not. It, I'm not excited by it, but once I get it, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Because the the 3D world on the DS, it was kind of the exact opposite of Wii U. It's very easy, but it's just a fun little game that you pick up and you stomp some dudes and you collect some things and you smile a lot. Now, to be fair, it does get extremely difficult at the end. Yeah, but it doesn't have a good like curve. No, it just gets you just hit a wall. ridiculous. Yeah, like yeah. I can't. There's no way I'll ever get all the coins in that game. Not gonna Mm-mm. happen. I did I the same happen. thing. I got all the way to the very end, and uh, just there's, didn't finish the like star level, road. There's a level in like seven whatever where <clears throat> you know the the fake Mario, the like mm-hmm. shadow Mario. Mm-hmm. He is trailing. I know. You. I know exactly what level you're talking yeah, about. Where you have to jump on those things, and every time you yep. jump, they move. I was playing that on an airplane, and I almost lost my shit. Yeah, fuck that level. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know what? I was playing it on a train. Hmm. Weird. That? I finally did beat it on that train too. Yeah, I, I finally beat it too. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, I saved and then closed. Uh, the you were the you were the only one on that car, though, right? Yeah, okay. Pete stepped on my chair. <laughs> I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> he said, beat it. You're the only one who beat it on that train or whatever. I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, is that it, Peter? Are we done with Wii U yet? No. <laughs> We've also got so much Wii U. I have a question. Why do we have Deus Ex Human Revolution coming out on Wii U this late in the game? Like, what? It's so this dumb. is such an I, old And they're game. gonna and they're gonna charge near full price. I think it's gonna be forty nine bucks. I wonder if there's yeah, even one person who will pay that. It, it's, it's gonna $2. be full price for like a week. The, yeah, I've got. I got PC this game right like now. for like three bucks half a year or a year yeah. ago even. Yeah, I got it no. for ten dollars on PS3. They're gonna bargain bin it the same way they bargain bin like AC3 hmm. Wii U. Now, having said that, Deus Ex is probably one of my favorite games of the generation. Oh, well, it's, it's probably gonna be like the definitive version yeah, of it. Yeah, and if it is the definitive version, I'll get it when it's cheap yeah. for like ten, fifteen bucks. Is it gonna have like extra shit, shit in it? Supposedly. Is it going to have like all kinds of cool gamepad stuff? If so, it might be the way to play it. 
Yeah, if you've never played it, even better. Yeah. But don't pay 60 bucks. And for then it. we've got Mario Kart 8 coming out sometime, unspecified, which... That game is I, gorgeous. I, That's good. I, I don't know how to feel about Mario got Kart. Six, get your 60 Mario FPS, B. What so are we doing here? bad. Mario Kart Wii was so bad. Really? I didn't really play it. Hmm. I I didn't really play it either because the like two hours I played of it I hated. You don't like that little steering wheel thing? Mm-mm. I have, have two to. steering wheels. You don't have to use that. Hmm. I'm not a big fan. I of I even bought the steering wheels and I still don't like it. Well, that was another one I saw being played in person at Best Buy, and it's fucking gorgeous. Nice. And you got 60 frames, Beeve. 60. Count them. Yeah. Count all 60. I don't know. Suck it down. I don't know. Suck it. I want I want them to go back to Mario Kart. Yes. I want there to always be a split screen no matter what. Even if you're a single player. Right, Beef? <laughs> they just they they don't even show like other racers in the other three screens, just black. Yeah. And then oh, we've also got Smash Brothers coming out sometime. That looks really sweet. That's like a year away. That's gonna be sometime. That'll be, that'll be next December. December twenty fourteen. <laughs> and we've got Bayonetta two coming out sometime, which I liked the first one. I never finished it, but I liked it. So I'll try. I don't I'll care check this about out. either of those last two things. Bayonetta two is the graphics are very impressive. It's it's the first game where I saw it. it was one of the first games where I was like, you know, this might be something that you wouldn't expect to see on on three sixty or PS three. It looks a little bit looks a little bit more advanced. I mean, that's that was my impression. I could be wrong. Yeah, it looks good. But that was my impression. And uh, that's another one though. So Bayonetta. The definitive version is on 360 because the PS3 one apparently sucked. How am I ever going to play it? You're not. You are not. It's garbage. And then... By the way, I I did go to... I don't know if I said this on the show or not. I actually went to hook up my 360 because I have, I don't know, 11,000 Microsoft points left or something. And I can't find the power brick for it. I don't know where it went. It's not there. Weird. It's gone. It's like somebody came here needed just the power brick and borrowed it. Hmm. Power brick gnome. Could be. And uh, so now we're getting to the one last thing. The main reason I feel justified in buying a Wii U, other than like the implicit understanding that there will be a Zelda and a Metroid eventually. But the main reason is Monoliths X, which looks so incredible. I'm going to scream. I don't even know what that is. Didn't actually scream. That's the commercial for the game. They don't even show the game. It's just some guy looking at a TV screen. He's like, it's so good. I'm going to scream. It's one of the old school, like, Nintendo era ads. With, like, man, those... But he doesn't scream at the end of the commercial. He just says he's going to. This looks so good. the commercial, I seriously have no idea what that game is. Not only does it not show the game, but he doesn't scream. He doesn't do what he promised. <laughs> nope. Wow. You don't even know what the game is, Beeve? Oh, it's like a big, it's like a Japanese RPG style game, but it's different because it's like all, it's more open worldy and you can go where you want and stuff. And you can, it's like a big open type of world and an RPG and like side quests and stuff. It's awesome. Mm. Can, and the graphics can look really sweet. Yeah, you get in a mech and everything. Oh, it looks so cool. That's, that's my joint right there, Beaver. What are we doing? What am I doing? Not. We're, we're probably not doing that. What are we doing and what am I doing? Use both catchphrases. That's how important this is. Beaver. I don't know. Speaking of MMOs, though, what's the deal with that uh, Final Fantasy thing? I don't know. Apparently they fixed it. I played the beta of that like two years ago. And now I guess everybody hated it. I didn't really care. 
Uh, now they fixed it, now everybody loves it. Hmm. I don't know what's going well, on there. I, I was looking up some stuff about it just out of you know morbid curiosity because Final Fantasy is not really my thing. But I like that there are classes for things like the... You know, you can be a baker. It's not even just a random artisan. Really? You can be a baker and a like farmer. There are Isn't it like a side, like a things. side thing, like a craft or whatever? I, I don't think it's a side thing. I think it's like that's your class. Really? I thought you know usually how these games do it is you have like trade professions you can be mm-hmm. and you can also be your normal class or whatever, and they're two separate things. I don't know. It might be two. Because like if if, it, if that's your main class is being a farmer, then how do you like kill dudes and stuff? You don't. You're just a farmer. Hmm. That's very Star Wars Galaxy E. Yeah, that actually appeals to me a little bit because of Star Wars Galaxies. You should like I the most. You should like EverQuest Next then, because EverQuest Next, you can like do all kinds of shit. Because I I would like to do a thing where I just sit down and you know craft some stuff and sell it to adventure dudes. Beaver. Yeah. In EverQuest Next, you can craft a whole world. Peter, I'm a homebody. <laughs> you can craft your own home and be a body inside of it. With EverQuest mm. Next. That's intriguing. It looks tight. I, I still have the MMO itch that hasn't been scratched. No one ever scratches that itch properly. It's like it's more like an ideal that never gets lived up to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, want, I, I scratched I want it for a while. With... To just sit and putz with for you know an hour a day for you know one or two days a week or something, and not feel like I'm missing out or. No. A hobby. I want, like, a hobby MMO. So it's so hard to approach from a design standpoint because you have your people like that who are open to the idea but don't want to play a long time. And then you have a lot of other people who play these games at a fevered, obsessive pace and they just want to consume yeah. everything and do all kinds of stuff. And and how do you make the game work for both types of people? What are we doing here, Beav? You can't do it. Well, that's, like, that's why I ended up quitting on Diablo 3, actually, was because... They they had whipped me into such a fervor for getting like upgrades that once you get to a certain point in Diablo three, the upgrades really kind of slow down, or at least they did, you know, back when it first came out. And I actually got like angry when you do a run, you you know, you do a butcher run or something, and you don't get anything that's useful, and you do that like twice in a row, and you're like fuck it, and you quit. And I don't need that kind of pressure in my video games, Peter. Hmm. I just want to sit down. And make some weapons and sell them to dudes. Hmm. There was the one, the I'm one thinking. MMO probably in in certain respects one of the best MMOs ever was actually Star Wars Galaxies because that offered me a totally unique experience. I actually was a weaponsmith. That was what I was, mm-hmm. and I had a I, I physically built a shop, which is an actual physical location you can go to, and I put physical things inside the shop. Vendors where I put my own things that I made inside them. And I had my own store, Flans's store. My name was Flans. And <laughs> I was a Rodian named Flans. Flans. And everyone, and for a time on my server, which was Radiant Gun or something like that, I was like the premier weaponsmith on my server because I started up right when the game came out. I already played in the beta before that, so I got familiar with how to be a weaponsmith. And then the game launched officially. And I went on my server, and I raced to the top of the weaponsmith tree as fast as I could, and I was one of the first ones there. I set up a shop. I beat, every, I grand, you know, I beat everyone to the to the punch with being the, like the number one guy selling the best stuff. And there was so much depth in it compared to what you, most games are that have crafting. Yeah. And because not only not Beaver, not only did you have to build things, and how good your thing, like if you build a blaster, 
you have to build all the components mm-hmm. for it and stuff. How good it is is based on the, the, the properties of the actual minerals that you extracted from the world. Right. So you yeah, have to you go have out. To be a skilled smith. Yeah. You had to get good materials. You have to go out and survey different planets and stuff for the types of materials you need. Put mm-hmm. down physical harvesters. You plant them in the ground, harvesters, and you leave them there. And you leave. And they'll harvest it. And it, their rate of harvesting and everything depends on how rich it is and this and that. And you have to later on, you come back and you do the rounds and you go to all your harvesters and you pick all your stuff up. There was just something interesting about that. And just that. Yeah. yeah and, and your stuff, the wares you make are actually better if you, got, if you found better materials. And it, it's like my, my D22 blaster is better than the other guy's D22 blaster or whatever. They're, they're, all, they're not identical. There's like a whole curve, and it's based on your materials and stuff. I know. I I was excited for um whatever the new Star Wars, well not new, whatever the Star Wars MMO. It's shit. Recently was it's nothing like um, the old one. because I was hoping it was going to be like Star Wars Galaxy like Two that. at all, and it's, it's not. not. It's World of Warcraft with Star Wars dudes in it. Yeah. Oh my god. But Galaxies is really interesting because it had all that. The whole crafting concept, I think, was really good. Yeah. And the economy was actually too good. Um, did you guys read that big article about the guy that basically single-handedly ruined the entire economy hmm. in Galaxy? How does that make it good? Um, well, because it, it showed that it was an actual living economy that could be Eve is like that. And manipulated. Yeah, Eve and is very much like e- that. Eve is like that, but Eve employs an economist to, you know, there's like a Bernanke of Eve mm-hmm. um, to control it better, because I think largely because of how galaxies shook out. But this guy did all this research, and he cornered specific, like, trade markets in very important... Um, parts of the galaxy in the in the game and was able to build up so much money and could exert such influence with that money that he just had a monopoly on like the entire economy in his um like splinter of the the server so it was so it's a good article i should see if i can find it when when i'm telling you that i was like the head weapon guy on the whole server i'm not that's, I'm not kidding. I really was. I was famous on the server. I became so fabulously wealthy. I had millions and millions of credits. And there were points where, like, I remember the one point where I realized that I was famous and that I had made it was I was sitting in my shop, you know, stocking my little vendor things. And someone, I, I saw people, like, doing their, you know, announcements and people talking to each other. And someone said, I'm selling weapons and, you know, my blaster's better than Flans. And it's like, wow. I'm like, everyone knows who I am, so he's actually advertising against me. And that was when I knew I had made it. And it was so cool. But eventually... What about the fact that he had a better blaster than you? I don't know if he did or not. Yeah, but let's go back to that I had part. more types of... I had good variety and stuff. And there's there was a lot of interesting um, points to it. Because, like, for example, I remember there was this one type of big sniper rifle that never appeared on my server for months and months and months. Because you couldn't make it without a certain type of mineral. And it just... The mineral never spawned on any of the planets. So we went months and months and months without anyone on the server having that gun. And then, it, and what happened was the, 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 the materials in the planets would cycle periodically. I forget if it was every time the server, like once a week or whenever the server's updated or whatever it was. Eventually it showed up and I was the first to get it. And I rushed back to my store to try to make this rifle as fast as I could because I wanted to be the first one to market. And I was. And it was sweet. <laughs> All right. Beaver. 
best so, part of, of that game was uh, so I had my little character too. He was this giant. What, what was the race, Pete? I was like transition. Guy. You don't know what a transition is? I don't remember. It's a Star Wars. It's a general Star Wars thing. Transition, like Bosk. Yeah, I know, I know, man. But I'm not going to remember that term. Are you pretending not to know it? Transition is a Star yeah. Wars thing. You should know Star Wars stuff. Anyway, remember that the thing big... they'd use? It's like a sword and it I glows. Was that big lizard man. Anyway, I was the big lizard man, but my character, rather than fighting and being a big lizard, what a, you would assume a big lizard man would do, um, was actually a musician. Yeah. And uh, because Pete made so much money, and you know, oh, you don't make right. a lot of you don't make a lot of money being a musician. Uh, Pete paid my way through music school. Yep. And, right. he, and he wasn't very grateful. He would just he was mad that I didn't give him more. Like I always <laughs> wanted more. He's like an ungrateful now, child. To be fair though, I did every single time you gave me money for that, it went right to music school. Yeah. I never spent that on anything else. <laughs> the one bad thing about that game is though, once I got tired of the web of like making money and being a weaponsmith and stuff, and I tried to go do other stuff, it just it was boring. Like just going out and like killing things and stuff was kind of boring. Yeah, the uh, the combat part of it could have been better. Some things were absurd about that game too. Like early for the first long time with the game, the creature handlers, everyone would have like three rankers following them around, and each each mm-hmm. ranker was individually ten times as strong as any player, and it was just absurd, like stuff that's well, to be and, obvious. Yeah, and and they did a thing, and they did it with the newer one too, where you you basically like push a button to be a Jedi. Now they just opened up the Jedi. Yeah, part I of it. I got out of that game long time before the Jedi's actually went into it. So I never you know, like around when I was getting out of like my last days with it, where everyone, you know, the developers were dropping stupid hints that maybe if you find a holocron, you could become a Jedi. So everyone was following rumors around trying to go. To, oh, this is this cave is where the holocron spawns. Or everyone, and I was like trying to bribe people. I was like, I'll, I'll pay five million for the first holocron. You know, everyone was just trying to get a holocron, and I spent weeks trying to get a holocron eventually i said what am i doing here my catchphrase yeah. what am i doing and i just gave i just got out of that game i only saw one jedi in galaxies and it was an evil jedi yes Je- jedi's never actually existed during my time in the game i'm not sure if they did when i played no. i'm not sure if i saw yeah. it i'm pretty sure you didn't I'm, you probably got out of that game before i did yeah probably yeah, so it was that. fun though that was like the that was that summer that was like my game that summer mm-hmm the older public is so a big now are we done with Wii U? That wasn't Wii U, you, <laughs> you dummy. You, you now dumb if that beaver. comes to Wii U, I'm totally buying it. Star Wars Galaxies. You big, you big yeah. dumb beaver. No, th- that's why I'm all hyped about it. EverQuest Next. It, it looks like it's actually going to be, instead of the next evolution of WoW or the next clone of WoW, it's going to be the next evolution of that older style of MMO where, you know, where people could set up their own houses anywhere and they could build things. Like that style of MMO. Like, like, well, uh, like Star Wars Galaxies. You keep track of that, Peter, and keep me posted. Oh, it's every the terrain is deformable, Beeb. It's like Minecraft, but way better and an MMO. So it's gonna be sweet. Just, just keep me posted. I will not. Well, you're gonna be playing it by yourself then. I don't care about you, Beaver. I'm gonna be the first weaponsmith. Hey, Pete, back to Monster Hunter. Yeah. Quick. If you do get that, you got a man. You got a man. You want to play that game me. with me, bro? You got a man in there already, and that man is me. All right. Have you played it much? No. <laughs> actually, I fell asleep playing it. What is, the, what is it like? Like, I've played the demo, but the demo doesn't do a lot to tell me what it's actually like. Like, is it kind of like a PSO type thing where you get a little party together in the hub world, and then you go do a mission or whatever? Basically. Yeah. yeah. It's almost exactly like PSO, except there's no level. Like like you said, it's just the monster. I can't get my head around, like, the flow of the game. Okay, we're going to build a party, 
just to fight one monster. It's what? Yeah, but the monster battle takes like a half hour. How fun could it be if it, if the, if you're just fighting one monster for a half? Like in those yeah, games, the the that seems boring. The, 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 and, like I always had more fun with the riffraff stuff, generally speaking, in a PSO type game than just fighting the boss. The boss wasn't the most fun. The most fun was just slashing your way through the level and picking up loot and stuff. No, the most fun was waiting for people to yeah, die. Yeah, in PSL on Dreamcast, the, the most fun was waiting for someone to die, <laughs> stealing their stuff, and then denying it. And denying it using the little shortcut translator thing for Japanese. <laughs> the Japanese dude will use his translator and say, like... Egg blaster? Like, Egg blaster? Weapon? Because he's asking for his weapon back. And I'll be like, do you like bamboo sticks? Or <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> whatever the... Whatever. Oh, my God. We were, so, we were naughty. We were naughty in that game, Beaver. We, <laughs> I loved we it. We were naughty. So much fun. There's a, there's a game that's going back to that style of thing where you can jack shit again. What was that? What game was that? Mm. Uh, what am I thinking of? There's a game like that where you can jack shit from people if they die. Yeah, we were just talking about it. Because um, that's the most fun. Oh, The Division. Yes, The Division. There is hope for that game because you can jack people when they die. I'm excited about the division, especially because it's going to be on the PC. Oh, it looks division. You know, if we put aside the whole really dumb voice actor thing, if you look just look at the game, it is stunning. What they at least to the extent you know, if it's not bullshit and if what they showed is totally legit, the whole game looks like that. Then wow, that uh, you can count me in, Beaver. Get your note put out. Get your get your calculator out and count me in. Count. Yeah, I'm excited for the division. That looks sweet. It seems up my alley. It looks fun. It looks fun, Beaver. So, yeah. Let's play that. Let's also, play that, and play that. That that should be our game. That should be our next gen joint. And also, uh, Destiny should our, should be our next gen joint. As well. I'm still on the fence with the Destiny. Oh, it looks it looks ill, Beaver. It's on its deathbed. That's how ill. What I've seen of it looks okay. Ah, uh, Beaver. It looks okay. <coughs> Come play me, Beaver. <coughs> But I'm concerned that it's going to play like Halo, and I do not like how Playlo play haze. That was death. That no. was deathbed destiny asking you to come play it, Beaver. Hey, speaking of Halo, yes. When I bought Halo Four like last year, um, it came with some kind of code at Best Buy for some kind of armor and some kind of helmet. Yeah. And I recently sold those for forty-five bucks. The code Halo. for the virtual <laughs> armor or whatever. Nice. Yep. I still had it that's around. one of those. That's one of the few games where I would check it out if I still had a 360. But I'm not going to get another 360 just for that. That was the last. So I checked online to see how many points I had in my Microsoft account or whatever, and it tells you the last time you had that you played something on 360. And mine was Halo back in December. Ouch. Been a while. I also want to play that that Zombie Land game, but that's coming out on Steam eventually. So I could just check it out when it comes out on Steam. Yeah. There's. There's pretty much no reason Beaver, anymore, unless you have a big library. I do declare I'm going to check that game out on Steam. Good, sir. Are we done with Wii U yet? No. No, actually, we're... Anybody else notice the, the problem with Steam and, uh, like, indie kind of games mm -hmm. is that you'll get them, and there's even, you're even less likely to play those than you would be, like, Tomb Raider if you get it cheap. Why? Mm -hmm. Anybody else like that? I don't know. I don't know. I like. I have so many indie games on here that I, I think just I'll getting getting games play. that I think I might like is almost as much fun as actually playing them. I just like kind of getting them and having them. I have seventy seven games in my Steam. I've got more than that. I think. Yeah, I have more than that. And some of them are really good games. Yeah. Like I've got all of the old Splinter Cells in here. 
haven't played them. But I'd be more likely to play that than I would V V V V V V. I would never play V V V V V V V. Or in what plus. About, ah. I have. Is that my list? Because I'm. Is there a way to delete it? Yeah. There's... No, I don't have. I don't have. Uh. Yeah. I do have Adam Zombie Smasher though. Like I don't want that. Make that go away. Yeah. Can, can you get rid of stuff? Yeah. Is there wanna... a hide? They need a hide. They feature. do. They do need like, that. They do. If you just do like only installed stuff. But I'm looking at my full list right now. Like, like even Braid. Like Braid's supposedly supposedly a great game. Yeah. If I was gonna play that, it'd be on like Vita or something. Yeah. It's not on Vita, but that's how I would play that game. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna sit in front of my PC and play Braid. Mm-mm. Come on, guys. Yeah, what are we doing here, guys? You know what that would be good for is if the Nvidia Shield didn't suck. I guess. Just put it on. I Vita. don't I'll understand the point of the Shield. No one has explained that to me sufficiently. Well, the shield in concept, I think, is a good idea. But once you start looking at the limitations of it, you have to have an NVIDIA card. It has to be a certain series of NVIDIA card. And the game has to specifically support it. It just completely defeats the purpose. If there was a way, if there was a little controller that looked like the Xbox controller and had a little flippy-uppy screen and I could play Steam Big Picture Mode on it, over my Wi-Fi, I'd pay that. I'd pay like 500 bucks for that. Yeah, that's how I would consume indie games. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Consuming. Mm-hmm. Because, I, like I said, I'm not going to sit in front of my PC and play... What is Dust Force? Like, I'm not going to play that. Yeah. Ever. But if it was on Vita or something, I'll try out Dust Force. Yeah, sure. try it while you're pooping. list here though right i see machinery yes okay not gonna play that on pc but guess what it's out on vita today and i'm it's gonna a cute play little it. game it's cute it's free it's by cute the way and free vita. just saying yeah. are we done with wii u yet we're done i'm done i'm done because i'm hungry well we didn't talk about gamescom at all we could just do it real quick the only thing really sweet coming out of gamescom was that game that looks like Ico. what's it called Ico. Ico. What's that game yeah. called? Rhyme. Rhyme. That is R I M E. That like Ico and uh, Wind Waker had a baby. RJ or Beaver. I don't usually say this, but the situation calls for it. That is the bombest joint. Well, on there, I have mixed feelings about it. And objectively, if you look at it just in and of itself, without any context, it looks pretty cool. It's pretty, and it looks kind of adventure and I like that. It looks like Wind Waker and Ico. Yeah, 
But the other part of it is that it's so derivative. Why? Because you put Ico in a blender, mm-hmm. you put Wind Waker in a blender, mm-hmm. you hit blend, and you get Rhyme. Those are two great games that have not often been copied. So what's the problem here? What are we doing here? I, I don't... I don't like that. I do like Why it. it look... <laughs> Why does it have to look so much It's not like copying. Eco? Not enough things copy Eco. We need more there's, games like that. Listen, there's we need even more... little shadow men. We need more games even like this. Even the font and the logo is the same We here. need more. The world needs more games like this. The world we does need not need. Blender Think games. about this. When you have Call of Duty or whatever first person shooter, those games all look the same. You're running around and you have a gun in front of the screen. You have the reload animation. It's all the same stuff. So why is yeah, this but... so much different? It it isn't even that it looks the same. It looks like they reskinned Ico. So, it looks awesome. I mean, you you play a little. I, I think you're even a boy in it. To be honest, and... they don't show too much of what the actual gameplay is. It's very vague. Yeah. Pretty vague. I don't yeah. know. I have mixed feelings. So about it's it. not the bombest joint to you. It is not. It's not the what. The bombest joint. Okay, you're in the club. It's not All right. And the other big news out of Gamescom Peggle was 2. the launch date for PS4. Don't get me started on Peggle 2. Peggle 2, I'm more interested in than Rhyme. Peggle so. was really fun, the first one. I love Peggle. Yeah. But yeah, November 15th for the PlayStation. So that's very exciting. And then it looks like there's a rumor floating around that Xbox, you know, Microsoft is going to undercut their release date and try to come out on November 8th. Yeah. What's that about, well, Bieber? What's that? It's a what are we doing? desperation move. Are they going to mess up themselves by doing that? They already did. That They already announced they cut back what regions they were launching in. And now they think they're going to move that up somehow. It doesn't make sense. So did they, ostensibly, they didn't know the PlayStation date before we did. So they would have had to make these plans very, very recently, right? Yeah. So they just, they just scrammed to say, okay, we'll do it on, you know, November 8th because they just announced the 15th. I mean, yeah. is There's that There's going to be a thing where, like... You know, any given Best Buy is going to have, like, 100 pre-orders, and there's going to be, like, 10 consoles there, and 90 people are going to be pissed off. At the same time, though, when there's a short, a per- at least a, per- a shortage, perceived or otherwise, of something, or, you know, manufacturer or otherwise, it creates hype and interest in press just by the, by the it, fact that it's, there's a shortage. It creates that interest when there's... It's like the dumb Elmo thing or whatever, you know? People want it because everyone says that no one can get it. Yeah. I don't know. N- not when the not when there's an alternative coming out the next week that's better by almost every measure. Most people don't know this, you know. I, I think that it's a good. It's ultimately a good move, but I don't think it's it's uh, well, that big a deal either way in the long run. I I think the Xbox One uh, is going to be fine. Just yeah. it it'll do fine. I don't know if it'll do enough to save the game division at Microsoft, but it'll do fine just because so many people know the Xbox brand. Yeah, we're going to have stuff. another generation of PS4 and Xbox having roughly the same amount of install base, more or less. And that's what it's going to be. I think it'll start out even. I think the PlayStation will pull away from it faster than it did this gen. This, the, the whole Connect thing is such a gamble because it costs more, but it has that whole mm-hmm. gimmick with it that some... I don't know if casual people will like that or what. I don't really know. I don't know if that sets it apart. I don't have I don't see I don't have the big vision here. I know personally I don't care about the Connect, but I didn't care too much about the Wii either, and that sold really well. Yeah. What else? What else was there? The Vita's down to one ninety nine. Oh yes. 
I, I'm actually tempted to pick one of those up now. I think it might finally be time. I saw a Vita Walking Dead bundle, which looked attractive. I don't yeah, know yet, but I'm, I'm close. You know, fingers on people the trigger. Wanted the Vita. People wanted the Vita. Should have gotten it for 175 bucks last Black Friday with Assassin's Creed and uh, PlayStation. Is that Assassin's Creed game really <laughs> people good? People who wanted the Vita should have gotten it a year ago. Yeah, for less Is the Assassin's the Creed now. Vita game worth playing? Uh, yeah, it's actually better than three. Oh, cool. But yeah, um, the, the other thing that makes Vita enticing is I have a bunch of games for it, and I don't have a Vita because I have PS Plus. Mm-hmm. So you have an instant game collection. I, d- Peter. I, I literally would have an instant game collection. I would have. I'd go. I'd get to play Gravity Rush. That's that's the one I'm most interested in right now. But there's all kinds of stuff on there. Persona Four. There's that. Yes. There is that. Let's see, let's see. Watchdogs. Minecraft is on the PS4 for some reason. Nice. Uh, That's good just to get kids interested in it. Yeah, I I guess it's good so it's there. Um, Because a lot of Xbox kids play Minecraft. So I guess it's a good get for them. It doesn't change my day at all, but I guess it's good for them. Remember when was Dracket like a yard sale or something? Mm -hmm. And a kid was selling all his games? Yep. Just to get a 360 for Minecraft? Just for Minecraft, yeah. See, he should have waited a couple months. Drax should have said, whoa, little buddy, wait a couple months and get a PS4 and Minecraft on that. Hmm. Battlefield 4 beta in uh, early October. You have the games like two weeks later. Mixed feelings about that. Yeah, it, it's barely a beta. What you want Battlefield um, 4 for is for the premier graphical experience, and that's not on either of those consoles, Beef. No, yeah. that was a really dumb thing for that guy to say today, by the way. It came out that the one of the guys at DICE, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know if it's EA in general or DICE, but he said that um, they're really they're working hard to push the consoles, but it's not going to look as good as the PC. Well, that's just, yeah. so no, that's that's just obvious. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. But you just don't come out and say that. No, the, like, you don't come out and say that that's... Not they're the lesser. So are they? Sh- have PC they been showing the lesser version and all their teaser stuff so far? No, that's definitely all. PC. Yeah, it's definitely. PC. So if you want that, you um, got to get the PC. Beef. Yeah. No, the uh, the dice guys have always been very open. You know, probably more open than they should be. Can you about even you imagine know, the PC being the lead platform? Can you even imagine how cool the dice uh, battlefront is going to be? Holy shit, that is going to be cool. Well, they said now that. EA, you know, because every year there's a Call of Duty, um, EA was going to try to do that with Medal of Honor. Um, but now they said that their three shooters um, are going to be Titanfall, Battlefield, and Battlefront. I just, I think the little kid in me is going to squeal by, like, really high-end graphics on a Star Wars, you know, classic yeah, Star Wars never, stuff. Because we never even got a Battlefront this yeah. gen. So we're going to have the Snow Speeders and the X-Wings and the AT. ATSTs and just every, all the Star Wars vehicles and stuff with super sweet high end dice graphics, and it is going to be, it's just gonna be, it's gonna make me scream. It could, it could be very cool. It's gonna make me want to scream. We actually, <laughs> we played Battlefront on Xbox. We used to play that before 360 came yeah. out, and it was fun. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was toward the end of. Uh, and you could be a Jedi and you could run around and uh, I forget. Yeah, I didn't like that though. You'd get randomly spawn as like Luke. Yeah. And you'd kill everybody quick. And, you know, it seemed unfair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's all the Gamescom news. We have also got Watch Dogs movie, Beaver. Rated PG-13. I don't care about the movies. Yeah, there's a Watch Dogs movie and a Gran Turismo movie. 
Will someone please tell me how Gran Turismo is going to be a movie? Someone it's, tell me. It's the one Sony thing, um, especially with the Gran Turismo movie. It's just a brand. It's going to sound really business and markety of me, but it's a brand synergy thing. That's so, all it is. There has never been a character or a story in any Gran Turismo game, ever. Nope. So It's just going to be Fast and the Furious. And you have movies, which are only... Which ha- must have characters and stories. No, wait. Didn't the last Gran Turismo, um, I think it was the prologue, had that scene with uh, Bo and Ronnie kissing? Oh, there was that. Good thing CG wasn't very good back then. Yeah, <laughs> man. Except in uh, spectator mode or watch mode or whatever. Then the kissing's really good. Good physics. Mm-hmm. Anyway... All right, take us home, Beef. All right. Well, you can find us on the web at tapezilla.net. You should follow at least Bobby and I, and that's uh, at RJTZ and at STBTZ. And, of course, the at Tapezilla account. Um, I don't know if, what we've put out on the Tapezilla account recently. I think they've just uh, Tapezilla's been RTing a lot of what I've said <laughs> recently. Hmm. So there's that. All right. So at Tapezilla's getting a little lazy, but <laughs> we'll try to improve that now that we're promoting it. Um, and it's very nice, very nice of tapes to do that. And you should uh, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Actually, I heard we got a new uh, review. Hmm. I heard something to that effect. I'm not going to look well, it up though. I'll look we'll it up for next, for next time. time. Yeah, we'll read that next yeah, time. I'll have that ready to go next time. But uh, yeah, that's it. Good catching up, guys. It was. This was the summer catch up. Yeah. Didn't we have a summer catch up last year? Too? I think we may have. Sounds like, like something we we'd do. It sounds like an episode title. Yeah, it's like we all, today was the first day of school, and we had to get together and talk about what we did on our summer vacation. Hmm. That's You can always tell those episodes because there's way too much games. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You got too much gaming in there. Too many games. I'm going to play some late night Resident Evil Revelations pretty soon and, and freak the fuck out. It's not really that late. <laughs> well, I said pretty soon. So when, once it okay. is late... You should stream you playing that. Mm-hmm. Not not the TV or anything, but a stream. I will not do that. Hmm. All right. I try. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, it was, uh, it was fun catching up. It was good. All Thanks right. for that. Maybe maybe we'll do that again next month. And it was good catching up with all you guys listening, too. Yes. We didn't really catch up with anyone listening, but... No, I, I think I mentioned Nemesis at one point. So I hope that hey, makes Nemesis. people feel better. That Resident Evil Three Nemesis is the third best Resident Evil game. So we have the first one, or the be- the best is RE4, second best is RER, and the third best is nope. Resident Evil Three. Uh-uh. And that's nope. the top three right there. It's a done deal. No, let's sign out. No, nope. I'm dropping the mic. <laughs> that's the sound of the mic dropping. No, t- first of all, two's up there. No, t- two is not in the top three. Dropping the mic. It is. I'm it tuning is. it out. There goes the mic. Guys, two's up there, right? It, that's number Come four. On. Two is yeah, four. What about Code Veronica? Oh, wait. Code Veronica is four, and two is five. Oh, I hear the door swinging. Door swinging. <laughs> we gotta All go. Right. Beaver we'll out. <laughs>